put it in the mud, motherfucker. And you got dicks all over you, too. But yeah, I'm, no, I'm shaved. Like, I appreciate that. That's shaved? Yeah, that's shaved. I appreciate that. There's just somebody else out there that's like me, dude. <laughs> If you love West Virginia, give me a hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hello, welcome to the Boys Podcast. I'm sitting here with co-host Brandon Capelli and special guest Mitch. Mitch, let everyone know what kind of hairstyle you're sporting right now. I've been uh, rocking a mullet for damn near a year now, and it's pretty luscious. Lush? Yeah. Lush. Looks good. It's a bad time to be compared to Morgan Wallen at this current moment, though, I have to say. I don't know. Allegedly. I kind of disagree. Allegedly. His neighbor is a uh, snooping asshole. Potential communist alert. Gonna have to Standard communist. Yeah. Joe Biden. I don't know. Morgan Wallen, regardless of what he says, his music's good. You go back to David Allen Coe, the shit he said. I mean, these songs now just say a bunch of fucking putrid shit, and we just, you know, as soon as a country artist says something, you know, it's it's got to be a race problem. Whatever, dude. Have either of you ever heard of uh, WAP? How is that okay? WAP? WAP. What else? There's a... Uh, some WAP going. Well, who's going to have a problem with the fucking wet-ass pussy, though? Let's be honest. I think it stands for wet ass penis. <laughs> I mean, I'm about either one, to be honest. Where were you, Mitch? What was that? Uh, the vineyards. What vineyards? Columbiana. Pine Lake. Oh, you're talking. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. My friend's a manager there, so it's pretty solid. Got a flight of beer. It's a nice little spot there. It's slick out there, but you can't fish on that lake. No, not anymore. You fucked up. You used to be able to, and now it's a fucking private lake. Yeah, you used to be able to, now you have to have permits and stuff. You gotta be Sammy Capelli. I bet you they let Sammy Capelli fish on that lake. I bet you they don't. You wanna bet? (laughs) I bet you. I'll call him right now. Call him right now. For a hundred bucks. Can you fish on Pine Lake? If you wanted to go fish on Pine Lake right now, would they let you fish? I bet you he'd say yes. Meander's good spot. What if I say yes? Say yes. Yes. All right. On enough of the bullshit. Let's talk about um, two days away from the Super Bowl Sunday. We got the Chiefs of Kansas City taking on Tom Brady and the bitch ass Buccaneers. Tom Brady is the oldest quarterback in the league. Yeah, and he's making his tenth Super Bowl appearance. Um, Patrick Mahomes. The youngest QB in the league. In spite of kissing his children and uh, having sexual relations with the referees and all that other good stuff, he's in the Super Bowl again at 43 years old. Fun fact the most receiving yards after the age of 40 in NFL history, Jerry Rice, 2000 something, Tom Brady was six. Fun fact. Wait, what? If you're over 40. For receiving yards. For NFL history, Jerry Rice has 2,000 yeah. receiving yards over 40. In a season. Yeah, yeah okay. That's okay. first place. Yeah. 
Or like total. You want to hear another statistic? And Tom Brady was Tom Brady six. is the only quarterback in the NFL to kiss his son on the lips for more than seven seconds. First I, I dad in the history, I believe, that would do that to his son. I saw him slip tongue in there. I saw it. I could hear it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's a <laughs> you turn your TV up more than your average uh, noise level, yeah. you could definitely hear a little bit of. Uh, There's a faint moan I heard. <laughs> a faint moan? Was it from him or was it like was, in the background, like something Thomas. else might have from Thomas? It was it, from. Okay. It was from uh, Patrick so Mahomes' brother. He's making a TikTok while that was going on, in case so, you guys didn't know. So what do you think? Who wins? Well, come coming from someone case. who's been betting sports, you know, the public, the public's on Kansas City, which is, you know, logic would lead you to believe that that's going to be the case, that Kansas City wins this game. I had a lot of doubt going into the AFC Championship with uh, Mahomes having to clear concussion protocol, but, you know, he was – very convincing against the Bills, so I think they can handle the Buccaneers, and uh, I would say at least I'm thinking by ten points. I'm thinking Kansas City wins, so Kansas City covers the spread of three. They went out right. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, another Super Bowl MVP, maybe even Tyreek Hill if he has a big game. What Steph. do you think Tyreek Hill does? Remember <laughs> last time they played each other this year? Yeah. 40 fantasy points in the first yeah, he had He had a yeah. good game. He had a good game. It's, it's it's possible he goes for 200 yards, two touchdowns, kind of stat line day, something similar to that. Sleeper MVP, Clyde Edwards, a letter, maybe? I mean, I, I'm going to go with a no on that. 100% no, but... Um, he might have a good game, though. I, I hope he has a good game. That'd be nice if they switched a little bit of... A little bit of a rushing attack, and Kansas City, I think they're they're just so lethal in the air that they don't even need to go but on the ground both that much. For KC are out. That's true. Eric Fisher, torn Achilles. Schwartz, Schwartz. Schwartz is also out, so that's definitely something to keep an eye on if the Bucks can get pressure on on Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. The run game could be something. But Tom, I know a lot of people I've seen in the betting world. You know, they want to take. The Buccaneers to win outright just because, you know, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, obviously he's got a great track record there. Being 6-3 and three going into the Super Bowl. Losses, two losses to Eli Manning, one to uh, Nick Foles. And then wins over a, a motley crew of other quarterbacks. I mean, regardless of what happens, it's going to be a good game. Oh yeah, it's. I think. I think it. It will be. It'll be one of those games that's worth the watch. And, you know, some. You know, a few Super Bowls. You just are like, ah, uh, you know, whatever. But I think this one's definitely worth the watch. I love to watch Mahomes play. I'm not a big Brady fan, but you know, he's he's fun to watch. Their team's fun to watch. And what do you think Gronk does? I think he's got a couple catches. He's not going to outperform Kelsey by any means. Kelsey's any TDs in his prime. Mm-hmm. I think they, they might hook up for a TD, Gronk and uh, Brady, on some maybe some bullshit trickery. It's got to be a Super Bowl TD for them, too. Yeah, they'll, they'll mean, have a call on it. Maybe even if they don't score on it, they'll have one where he gets a red zone target You know, on a design play. I is there imagine. any bets? Did you see anything out there? I'm sure. You There's a lot of anything. interesting bets. I mean, as with the Super Bowl every year, you have your prop bets and heads or tails. Who all kinds of other bullshit you can bet on, the national it. anthem. or You can even bet on like NBA... I want to know if there's a bet for uh, Gronk with touchdown. 
I'm sure there is. First drive. It's probably first drive. First drive. Gronk touchdown. I don't know about first drive. You can bet who scores I the first a, touchdown. I drop a fifty spot on that bet. That's you, a good bet. You would get plus odds on that for the whole game, let alone the first drive. For sure. You're probably looking at plus three hundred, four hundred for that. That'd be a good bet. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. It's, it could happen. I'd like to see it. It'd keep it interesting. For a final score prediction for me, I'm looking at if things go well for the Buccaneers, they keep it close. It could be 34-30. If things don't go well for them and they're just kind of maybe score a late touchdown to make it clo- like respectable, maybe 34-20. But I like, the, I like the Chiefs at 34 points. And... Final prediction, 34-24, uh, Chiefs. I'll take them by 10. Chiefs dub. Two, two, two uh, bowls in a row for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, another Super Bowl MVP. New dynasty. And, uh, yeah, the dynasty is born in, in the NFL. I could see it being a uh, field goal fest. I could. Field goal fest between the best offense in the league and Tom Brady. I don't know. They they both have good red zone defense. I don't know, man. I, I think it's going to be a shootout. I you really think touchdowns so? Touchdowns galore. Yeah. Like, it could easily be in the 40s or 30s for both teams. Is there an over-under yet? Like Yeah, there is. Um, bring it up. Pull up the over-under. I want to know the over-under. We will take a look at the over-under. If it's in the 60s, I might start agreeing with you. It's going to be close. It's If it's not... 60, it's going to be probably 58. What do you think? Okay, so we got the line at three. We'll wait to hear from the wizard. The wizard. (laughs) Chiefs by three. The over-under is at 56. 56. I'm not surprised. So that is straight up eight touchdowns. I'm going over. With extra points, of course. Yeah, if I'm I'm a betting man, and I'm not going to take it, I don't think, but I would would head over on that. I think... The game, when they played, I can't remember the week it was. Later in the season. Week 12. They played early Chiefs this year. dominated until the fourth quarter. Patriots came back, made it close at the end. The Buccaneers? Yeah, Buccaneers. Patriots. See, Tom fucking Brady. Man. Yeah. So he's been with the team for 20 years. I get it. But, uh, yeah, I think it'll be similar. I would imagine the Chiefs getting off to a hot start like they typically do, except against the Browns. But. <laughs> Has Matt talked about it? Like, No, but um, I do get... Uh, Post sent to me from Rocky Folletti in our group chat of Sean Rich talking about it. Sean? Yeah, and it's uh, a lot of fucking cringe going on there. Sean Rich is an absolute piece of trash, so I expect nothing less. I can't disagree with that. And, you know, he also was saying something about how the Jets and Dolphins hypothetically could be playing in the Super Bowl. So it shows you the depth of his knowledge of the NFL. Speaking of the Jets. It's amazing. What are your thoughts on Deshaun Watson? If you can make it happen, you make it happen. It's and gonna be two firsts this year. At least and more. it's at least two first round picks. Both this at year at the very and minimum. Probably more. And probably players and other late round picks involved as well. The Texans allegedly want a young defensive player, so that made me think of Marcus May. Or Quentin Williams, but Marcus yeah. May's a free agent. That's oh, the only thing. And Quentin Williams is such a good building piece for a, a defense that doesn't have many good building pieces. I don't see the Jets willing to uh, relinquish that kind of asset, but I think if you can make it happen for two, maybe even three first round picks, obviously including the second three, overall. At least more than I think you, you pull the trigger. 
you know, because Deshaun Watson's a proven commodity. And you don't want him going to Miami. That's another thing. <laughs> so you're going to do everything you can to... Yeah. Well, Jake would be happy. Yeah, well, fuck Jake. Jake doesn't fuck understand Jake. football. We had... Uh, <laughs> Stefan, Stefan left our fantasy league this year after four years of being in it. I quit fantasy. I, you know, fantasy's fantasy, bro. I got my ass beat for four years, so I'm just done. I literally took smacks on my ass for fantasy. I'm over it. Got robbed. I mean, it's Stefan was respectable though. You know, little little did we know until this year how respectable his efforts really were when Jake Henry, the Dolphins fan, decided to come in the league <laughs> and in consecutive weeks set the league history record for lowest scoring. He didn't even break thirty. I don't believe. Homie was putting up about 30, 40 points in fantasy <laughs> for this with his lineups, and Listen, he won two games this year. It's Jake the Snake, you dirty bastard. He talks a big game, but in the end, it's just Jake, bro. Please. I mean, Jake Henry is a lot of things, and uh, the one thing he is not is an NFL guru. <laughs> he may be dressed in Gucci swag, stupid, but you know he he don't know shit about the NFL. You know, he just says go Dolphins, and that's about it. You no, know, Deshaun Watson actually wears American fighter gear. He dresses exactly like Jake does. Actually, I saw a picture of Deshaun Watson with a, an Affliction shirt on. You did? This week, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so I think he's really trying to get traded. He's like, trying really to get bad. traded. He's trying to go to the Browns, I think. I think yeah. the Browns pick him up. Don't get me started. He had, he had jorts on and Tim's with that Tim with that, with that that shirt. Jorts, Tim's, and a Yankees hat. Yeah, and Affliction shirt. <laughs> For the brand. He's looking good. He's, he's trying to get the fuck out of here. He's Houston, confused. Texas. He doesn't know where he's at. <laughs> he's, he's fucking completely... Completely uh, inept. Yeah, but you got Deshaun. Um, I don't see the situation being resolvable with the Texans. He's going to be on the move some way before this NFL season coming up, I would imagine. They hired the worst possible candidate for a head coach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, and they hired him. Obviously, this is somebody who is friends with Deshaun Watson. It's a minority coach that they hired. But he had already made it clear beforehand that it didn't matter who they hired as their head coach, that he did not want to be a part of the Texans' dysfunctional organization anymore. Either way, his track record is not good. I would love for him to come to my dysfunctional organization instead and be a member of the New York Jets. Right, it's like, why why would you even hint that, you know? Well, I mean, this could be the turning of the tide for the Jets with Robert Sala, their new head coach. He's the complete opposite of Adam Gase, who's a fucking pussy. And uh, Russian spy. I, I I see I see good things going on in the future for the Jets. Maybe not this year, but we're gonna be we're gonna be moving up instead of trending down in the coming years. We'll see. We'll see. Jets Browns playoff game in twenty twenty three. I'll tell you what. Who are you putting money on? For what? Jets Browns next year. Say you guys do get Deshaun. It's pretty yeah. fucking obvious. They got no talent still. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna depend on obviously the free agent class, and we have a lot of draft capital, so we could improve our team pretty quickly. But um, in one draft, as of right now, Not yeah, oh yeah, in one draft, if you get nine, ten picks, rounders. you can improve a lot. You, you just gotta hit. You gotta hit on those early picks, and then. You get role players in the late rounds. I'm saying if you pick Deshaun, though, like uh, if you trade Deshaun, then you're going to be giving up picks, obviously. Yeah, like you no were first-round picks for at least two or three years. So yeah, who, well, what are you going to do? Well, I'm not sure if you're aware. The Jets have two first-round picks this year and next year. 
right. via the Seahawks. I'm saying next year. Yeah, so I'm assuming this is this is my thought process here. They're giving up their second overall this year. First round pick next year, which could be the Jets or the Seahawks pick. Maybe a player like Sam Darnold as for a bridge quarterback for for the Texans. And then a couple late round picks such as a third or a fourth, wherever extra picks they You're have saying, around. Who do you guys have like backup wise? Quarterbacks. Nobody that you would know. Um, they're they're uh, Joe Flacco, but he's free agent. Yeah, Joe well Joe <laughs> Flacco, but I don't even know if he's I think no, he's a free he's agent done. too. He's done. His and bones he, are like disintegrating in his fucking body at this so point. You're, tell, you're telling me you're, the Jets are gonna give up two first rounders for Deshaun when the Rams this, that's gave minimum. up two first rounders for Stafford. Different situation. Very different situation. Goff's contract. Better quarterback. Yeah, Stafford's a better quarterback. He's also old. No, I'm saying Deshaun's Seasoned Deshaun, quarterback. Deshaun's better than Stafford, obviously. Uh, yeah. So that means I don't care what the trade was. Deshaun's going to get. Well, Goff is what? Further. I mean, at best, middle of the road quarterback. I don't know. And he's got an enormous contract that, that the Rams needed to get off their books. Dude's a cupcake. Yeah, I mean, for for getting that team to the Super Bowl and putting three points on the board against the Patriots and giving Tom another fucking ring, you know, I'll never forgive the guy. He's an absolute piece of garbage. Sean McVay can burn in hell, too, for the, for the record. <laughs> How the fuck do you go to the Super Bowl and put up three points? It blows my mind completely. And we might be looking at that again this year, bro. It was the most boring Super Bowl squares Super Bowl of all time. And not to mention having to watch it at a Patriots fan's house when the clock hits zero and he's brushing his teeth and has no emotion while he's watching it happen. I about wanted to drive into a fucking brick wall. Okay? Patriots fans are fucking scum. All of them. I mean, as a diehard Cleveland sports fan, that uh, the Cavs won. I was a wreck for weeks because I was a, just so happy, you know? Yeah. Fucking Patriots fans, they don't know how good they have it. Yeah. Maybe you kind of have to experience the lows to appreciate the highs, and I guess, you know, when you, you live your whole fucking life high and white privilege, fucking racist ass. White privilege. Tom Brady ass bitch. White privilege? <laughs> white I was, privilege. I was trying to lump as many things I could into that uh, that comment. Yeah. You could, you could just, whatever you want to say, I'll agree with you. <laughs> yeah, probably. So is a, uh, so you're like Black Lives Matter when it comes to the NFL. I think. Don't answer that. Anyway, <laughs> so we have Matt Stafford trade. It's gonna be in with Sean McVay. You know the the Rams finally get their piece that they need. They were allegedly vacationing together. In the same really? place, Stafford and McVay. Really? You know what Goff looks like? Goff. Until he takes his helmet off, looks like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, like he does. Yeah, he does. Like he does. extremely, looks Very like close. Ryan Gosling. He always looks scared. But to uh, to touch on that point Mitch just made about them vacationing together, I could easily see something that was part of that trade where Stafford got to fuck McVeigh's wife in like a tropical island location. Stafford's a he's a he's a good guy. He's a good guy, but he also probably likes to fuck. You know. And yes. I think Sean McVay probably has a hot wife. <laughs> so you're saying a, uh, a guy, a 32-year-old Matt Stafford, likes to have sex? That would be my assumption. I don't believe I'll it. tell you what, that's a good assumption. Have you seen his body-to-head ratio? His head's massive. 
You know, I didn't know you were uh, studying the ratios of... Well, have you seen my head? So I can... I, See, I have a big head too. I mean, I understand you do as well, and you get it from your dad. You know, who has. I'm just saying, his head to body mm-hmm. ratio is not. So you're saying where his, it should be. he should change his name to Moorhead? <laughs> Moorhead More than head. body? Moorhead. <laughs> Moorhead. No, I think that was a good trade for the Rams in the long run, but the, the problem is all the pressure is on them now. You know, if they don't go to the Super Bowl with that defense. And those receivers, with Matt Stafford, who is very capable and a better quarterback than Goff, albeit older, then it's going to be a bust season for them. And, you know, they haven't had a first-round pick in, what, six, seven years? Since Goff. So they're they're in win-now mode for the next couple years while Stafford can still play as a a good starting quarterback. Two years, you think, they got? He has two years left on his contract. So, essentially, they got two years to win a Super Bowl. Maybe three or four. But he's also old. Ramsey will be up eventually. And they'll be they'll be in the playoffs Dolly. next year. That's a playoff team with Stafford. Rams? Oh, yeah. That's uh, a playoff yeah. team. Ooh, I don't know if they're the NFC favorites. But year three of yeah, Tyler? I mean, they're, they're a fringe playoff team all, like as of right now. Apparently the Seahawks are too. I don't know. What the fuck Kyler takes around. a step. You know, I can see the Cardinals being in next year. The Seahawks are always going to be potential. Potentially Niners. Andrew Russell. Niners want Deshaun, too. So if he goes there, that changes the whole NFC I mean, West. listen, I was sitting in Stonebridge the one day. We were doing work up there, doing storefront. We sat down at the bar after we got done, and I saw the Deshaun Watson news. And on one TV it was showing him. On the other TV it was saying the Browns wanted him. What are the chances that he ends up going to the Browns? Very low in my mind. I think if you look at it from the Browns' perspective, you know they had a lot of ridicule coming in last year that season where they had a lot of talent and they didn't they underperformed. This year they win a playoff game. Imagine like really take a second and think about that. The Browns won a playoff game this season. Fucking how many years? It's been twenty four since the the mid nineties. Yeah, ninety four maybe. Without a playoff win. Their last playoff win was... It was under Bill Belichick, I'm pretty sure. But they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs, a game that I heavily bet the Browns, for the record. Watching with 20 Browns fans. Very entertaining. It was good. Crazy game. I mean, I'm not going to say they should have beat the Chiefs because Chiefs were obviously better. Browns couldn't get a stop when they needed to stop at the end with... Fucking Henny. They had their chances. Well, they had and their chances. They did. That Higgins fumble, touchback bullshit. It's a tough play. That fucked them up real bad. The points got real because it was what a completely what twelve point difference after that. And then the Chiefs went downfield, got a field goal before half, destroyed the Browns' chances. So it was comeback season. To put it to put it simply, I think you could sum that that game as if the Chiefs had been there. The Browns, they this is the first time they've been there in a long time. The Chiefs just, you know, they're they're the experienced yeah, team. Yeah, but doesn't that give a little bit of hype? Like, oh, I'm hyped. doesn't that give you some action? Like, hey, the Chiefs are kind of on their toes because well, the Browns, they haven't been here. Oh, they brought, they wanted they're it. They're ready. They're they're ready to fucking get hurt. To the win Browns this game. wanted it, but the the Chiefs had their composure when it mattered. That's that's true. That's, the Chiefs did keep their composure, and that's honestly that's what counts. If if you can keep your composure and get through a game like that, then you're gonna you're going to win. 
the Chiefs, There's no doubt. The Chiefs still have like a young roster, just like the Browns. Oh yeah. What you said, the difference is they've been there. I mean, the Chiefs are going to be contenders for the foreseeable future, oh, at least five years, Lawrence probably up Mahomes to ten. Is there. They'll just reload every year once all the other players leave. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey probably only got a couple more good years left in him. Tyreek Hill's probably got another couple years. Until that speed goes, That's, then yeah. we'll see what happens Once to he's Tyreek. not a burner anymore. But um, the nice silver lining for the Browns, I think, is that you know they're going to be even hungrier next year. You know they got a taste. They know that they can go to the playoffs. They know yeah, they can win playoff games. They did it. That's they, why it's stupid to go after Deshaun because Baker has had a different coach every single year, and this is the first time in his career he's going to have the same or back-to-back years with the same offense. So I feel like get Odell Beckham back. Kevin yeah, Stefanski's yeah. got another year at the helm. And they're looking at some free agent receivers as well. Draft, who knows what they'll do. Yeah, it'll Hopefully definitely... Hopefully better defense. It'll be a so conversation to have. It'd be stupid to get rid of Baker, even though I'm not a true believer, but, you know. Mitch, you speak up, dude. He's proven me differently. No one can fucking <laughs> hear you. You need to speak up. Stop yeah, whispering. You don't have confidence in your team, man. That's what it sounds like. I don't have me. confidence in Baker. Baker got you the playoffs. I won you a playoff Listen, game too. We hard. don't fucking doubt you for, you know. I'm gonna not trusting your quarterbacks. Okay, it's it's in your guys' blood, but this is your best shot. Yeah, I'm still salty about him planting the flag in the O at Ohio State. <laughs> That's ancient history, though. At this at this point, I mean, I get it. It sucked at the time. It's kind of a douche, but guess he's, where he's, he's playing now? He's the fucking quarterback of my Brownies. Dude, guess where he's playing now? My Ohio. Guess who loves he's him? He's got to show respect. Guess who loves him? Ohio. And there's, if you think about the three people sitting in this table right now, Dumb you had a Vikings guys. fan, a Jets fan, and a Browns fan, and the one underlying thing of all three of those teams is literally pessimism. Because we've seen this before. We've seen them tease us, tease our cocks with a good season here or there. Or like, all right, well, maybe they have a shot at doing something. And then it all comes crashing down. So I get it. But of those three teams, the Browns are the most well-suited moving forward. Tell you what, dude. The one underlying thing is we're all fucking Buckeyes fans. Yeah. You know? That's another thing, which is strange to think about, but... Mm-hmm. It's nice we can fall back on that, you know. Even if our NFL Steelers teams are fans. just going to shit, talk about being edged. That's life as a Buckeyes fan. Team goes undefeated, probably every other year, makes a, a college football appearance. Clemson beats a Bama. team like Clemson this year, who also was hev- heavily favored against Ohio State, which I bet Ohio State. And then. Coming to the Alabama game, knowing if you're going to have a shot in hell at winning that fucking natty, you cannot let Devonta Smith do a goddamn thing. And what do they do? They let him run fucking wild. Dude, it's lack of play. I mean, let him run wild. They did not adjust. These teams, it's like I told Jeff. Jeff has a strong view, whatever, you know, that we were destined for failure in that, in that game. We were going to lose, but Not bad. we played how many games? It's like with COVID going on, we got screwed. I mean, it is what it is. Live in the North. And it doesn't help when you're playing uh, three linebackers on defense when 
Alabama has all that speed on the outside, so you'd think you get more uh, secondary help back there with an extra DB, but instead you play three backers the whole time and they get burned every single play up the middle. Can't get the out routes, so that fucked them. It's not like but, Ohio State didn't have a chance, but every when team you, has a chance, but everyone knew what was going to happen. As soon as fucking Sermon goes down, first play, first play he gets a touch, he goes down. Well, we've been riding him. One dimensional instantly. Yeah, and that just you, you're just so limited on offense. And at that point, if you keep giving the ball back to Bama. They have so many weapons between Najee Harris, Devonta Smith, and company Waddle. that they're going to score. And at, at that point, Ohio State can't keep up with them. you know. And Justin Fields is going to get rattled, which he did. And he was already playing hurt with, with a rib injury. So the odds were stacked against us going into that game. And I like I kind of like when it's like that. I like when we're the underdog because I, I think you fight more and you play better when there's less pressure. You're the dog, you know, people don't expect as much. But it was just too much to overcome. And, you know, Mac Jones, maybe he's not the best quarterback. But, my God, when you have that much talent around you, it's kind of hard to fuck up. Speaking of Mac Jones and Justin Fields, how do you rank the quarterbacks in this draft coming out? Top five quarterbacks coming out. I mean, you got uh, Wilson. You got Lawrence. Yeah, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Fields. Uh, Lance from North Dakota State, Trey Lance, mm-hmm. Lance, yeah, Mac yeah. Jones, a few other guys I'm missing, but I mean, people are saying Zach Wilson's gonna be the number two pick over Justin Fields, and I don't know. I hope the Jets don't take him. I, I don't want. I don't. I, don't, I mean, we either trade. I think we trade for Deshaun, or we roll with Sam Darnold. You bring in a guy like Devonta Smith if we if we don't trade for Deshaun. Justin Fields is a dumpster fire. Dude's fucking hurt. It's you're playing college football, dude. If you're that injured. I'll say this about Justin You have no Fields. future, dude. Toughness, I mean, if toughness. you get that hurt to where you can't play that game correctly, of course you lose Sermon, but fuck, we, 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 we didn't rely on Sermon that much. Until the last we really three games of the year. We were riding him hot coming into that game. Coming riding. into that game? But yeah. at that point, Fields should have been ready for that game, bro. I mean, I mean think about it, if you're, the, if you're that court. injured in college, you're, you have no NFL career ahead of you, bro. You're done. You're done. There's no way he's going to step up and play in the NFL. He can pass the ball accurately, which is probably the thing I think but most commonly he? quarterbacks. I mean, he was accurate do. the first, you know, five games, but after that, I mean, everything dropped off. He got Clemson fucking game, hurt, bro. Clemson game though. Inherently, he's he's an accurate passing quarterback. Inherently, if he's okay. he- if he's healthy, I mean, obviously he had he had injury struggles, but you put him with a competent offensive line. In the NFL, and someone who Taylor makes their system to benefit his talent, he could succeed in the NFL. I mean, possibly, but fuck. I mean, how how much effort are you putting into him? You know, if you're taking him in He's the draft not first round, you better put some fucking effort into him. I mean, he got rattled. He's he lost his vision. He, I don't know if he ever comes back from from, especially that loss against Alabama. I, I don't know if he ever comes back from that. You know, Ohio State quarterbacks don't fare well in the NFL. I know he's a different animal than Cardell Jones and JT Baird and yeah, I don't, Dwayne I don't like Haskins. That, though. But everyone's their own person, you know, regardless of what I've, university they come His true from. potential, I think, is a Clemson performance. He lit it up, and he – and I feel like Clemson's defense, I'm pretty sure they're ranked higher than Alabama's all year. 
and he showed them up. But Bama game, that was. He can play. It's fucking amazing. The guy can play. You just gotta put <laughs> around him. Who does he go to? Where does he go? Either way, he's fucked. It's tough because he, if he goes in the top ten, obviously you're not going to a good team, Detroit, and that, that's Chicago, always been New York. That's the problem with the with the draft, you know, is they get the first pick at the good quarterbacks, but at the same time, it's like you go to a shit team, you got no line, potentially no receivers. You're you're not set up for success initially, and that's why we see so many quarterbacks get taken high and they don't go anywhere because these fucking teams they don't they don't do enough to make you know help them out, whether it's free agency or the rest of the draft. I'm just going to say it now. Fields goes nowhere. That was it. That was his run. That was his chance. And Say he wins against Alabama, I still don't – I don't see a future for him. So who's the best quarterback besides Trevor Lawrence in the draft? Are you saying Wilson or Fields or fucking Mac attack? I'm taking Fields in that argument. I think Zach Wilson's interesting, but I also could – I think he has a high bust potential. He had one year of – Listen, Trevor Lawrence is out of the conversation. Yeah, he's different. Dude, breed. prove that he's useless. Okay. He's already ranked in the NFL as a better quarterback than probably 16 other starters. Yeah, strictly from. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could step out and act like he's better than Kirk Cousins on the Vikings, but you throw him out there with, you know, with some actual fucking defenses coming after his throat. I mean, he's done. I think it's Mac Attack. <laughs> Mac Jones. I think that's it. <laughs> His physique is. I'm telling you, I think it's, it's just he just had the best team around him. That's why you're you're, you're saying that. It's just because it's 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 really easy to play when your team is better than every other team you play. You know, it's you don't make as many mistakes. You got fucking imagine throwing Devonta Smith the ball. That'd be like. I don't even know how to compare it to that's relative to something like this. It's like when Horvatic plays football with us. You give him the ball. And he just fucking runs and scores because no one can touch him. Yeah, speed. Him. You give you give him one good hit though, he's fucking gone. That's a, I mean, he has a thin frame. That's true, but at the same time, the guy runs good routes. He's got good hands. He's fast. He's tall. Smart. All the good qualities you want from number. All right. So who's what kind of wide receivers in the NFL are you looking at? The where he could throw to. <clears throat> he could throw to, and it'd be worth a shit. Lawrence. Yeah. Or Mac Jones. You know, Mac Jones. Depends where he's going. It, I mean, know. it's, it's going to depend where he goes. He'll but probably he go goes, mid round, mid first he's round. He's probably going to go second round, I would say. Latest. If I had to guess. I've yeah, but what what uh, receivers what receivers in the NFL do you think are worthy of having him as a quarterback? That's my question. I mean, that's, that's a weird ass question. I don't even know how to answer it, really. <laughs> I mean, if he's going into a team, what's his best bet? If you're saying that Devontae... You, you, you want to go to a team with talent. talent. Like, uh, Otherwise, he's going to crumble. Cause. Oh, what, what's, a, what's a team that has a good receiver that's looking for a quarterback? I mean, I there's the Patriots, most... Patriots, but they don't have no one. There's going to be the most quarterback switching this offseason that we've year. seen we last in years. You know, there's going to be like 20 new starting quarterbacks come week one. Brandon, Mitch, I'm saying, best case scenario. For Mac Jones. I think he's... What a, landing, he gets into a his team. landing spot. He's an A.J. McCarron at best. I'm trying to. Th- There's not a team that's coming to me off the top of my head. What we got to talk about teams that need quarterbacks. There's a lot of them, but as far mm-hmm. as a good situation where he has a line, which Alabama does, and good receivers, I, I won't which be Alabama surprised does. if he went to New England in the middle of the round, first round. They have a solid O line. 
No skill positions, but they have one of the most cap, highest caps in the league. I can see season. Bill Belichick doing something so with them. So they could draft a young so. quarterback. I can see it. Maybe keep Hoyer. Maybe sign a veteran as a bridge until Mac Jones is ready. Sign some receivers, and maybe he's there. The Texans are going to need someone, but they They'll don't have that much talent around, and they traded Hopkins away. You know, they don't have – Who Fuller, else do they have? Will Fuller's a free agent. Not a lot. Cooks. Not a lot. I mean, if you if you think about it, Deshaun Watson went 4-12 and 12 as a starter. Fuller's still there? He's he was the most agent. efficient quarterback in the league. He went 4-12. and 12. All they have on offense is really Brandon Cooks, and he's not really anything. Uh, and he's a concussion away from his career being over. Yep. And they have no good line. J.J. Watts on his way out of the league or yeah. definitely on a new team at least for a year or two. Interesting the, theories here. One boys. of the worst defenses in NFL history last year for the Texans. Well, you think uh, Kirk Cousins, he's coming into the last year of his contract, I think, the guaranteed contract he signed. Mm-hmm. What, what direction the Vikings go? He's not the guy. No, he's not, not the guy. guy. He's not. He's not going to lead them. I don't. I don't where know, they bro. Be. I don't know where they go from here. I mean, they absolutely fucked that up so bad. I mean, the amount of money they paid him, guaranteed ter- money, bro. The whole contract, terrible. It's crazy talk. I don't know where they go from here. I really don't. Yeah. You know, I don't have a. I've never had a lot of faith in the Vikings. We have. We have wide receivers. They're there. You have Jefferson's Thielen. Great receiver. We even have Cook, too. I mean, oh, great and great running back. Good tight ends. I mean, what it comes down to is if you don't have a quarterback that's going to, you know, lead your team, you're not going to win games. And that's what we learned. So hopefully, I honestly think we should get rid of. We need to purge. We need a serious purge in our staff, our coaching staff. It's been the same for so long, it's, and nothing has happened. It's bad. Their best record was what under Mike Zimmer: twelve and four, eleven and five, maybe ten and six at best. It's bad. <laughs> I want, you know, it makes me sad. I want to go back to the Farb days, bro. Because watching Farb play on our team was just that's classic. Good. That's fun football to watch. <laughs> it was it's a iconic. You know, I mean, Him he's gonna AP. throw three picks, but he's also gonna throw four touchdowns and four hundred yards. With my dad being how he is. I mean, he hated Favre like he hates Rodgers now. And oh, like I yeah. I hate Rodgers now. You played in the division. I was, too, I was too young to even realize it. But when we got Favre and he showed up and he actually played, that was that was fun to watch. And I'd love to go back to days like that. If we can find a seasoned quarterback, you know, we have a team. But you guys have a top ten offense as far as weapons go. Like, easy. Justin the, Jefferson looks great. Dude, the big issue is uh, our defense is shot, you know. The turnaround from – you look two years ago at the Vikings' defense, you know. They were great. A secondary, good pass rush. You know, we've lost so many people. Time. It's just, you know, we're, we're done. Still got Harrison Smith, white safety. He's old, though. Yeah, he's getting older. He's, he was good, though. At his prime, he's he's, he's got Harris. Top three safety. You got, like, three rookie cornerbacks, so room to grow. Eric Hendricks, that linebacker, he's good. Anthony Barr's still there, Whoa. but that's a lot of money time. It's just it's a question of the quarterback because, like like we, like we talked about, Kirk Cousins ain't the guy. You're going to go into the Super Bowl with Should Kirk Cousins. You're, you might win a playoff game, maybe, if he has a good day. And that's about it. That's his ceiling. That's, that's what we know that about him. That's We've it. seen it. You know, he's had that team around him for three years now. And he can't get it done. So what do you do? 
Plus, we can't, you, you know, we can't hit extra points and field goals either. That doesn't help anything. Not and that we curse. should even be, you know, a lot of these plays, man, when we come down to kicking a field goal, it should have been a first down. It should have been a touchdown. So, I'm just, I'm tired, bro. Uh, you know, <laughs> I watch the fucking Vikings every year, and the, my fallback is always the Buckeyes, and I go, oh, the Buckeyes are going to, you know, do great this year. This this past year has just been a complete shit show. It's hard to get heartbroken Saturday and Sunday. It's just been pain. <laughs> just constant just pain. Just pure pain, you know, on the weekends. Yep. I don't know. I hope we turn around and do something. But we need to, we need a serious purge, and we need to figure out something with Cousins, you know. Someone's need, someone needs to... <laughs> I've, I already said this in the previous <laughs> podcast... We all hate Kirk Cousins. There's, there's no one. You can't ask anyone. You like no that? one likes Kirk Cousins. You like that? You fucking like that? Yes. Too bad that was with the Redskins anyway. Hey, whoa, whoa. whoa. You got Jefferson's, you oh, know. Oh, shit, that's right. They're not the Redskins. That, Fuck. You don't say that. The Washington football team of Washington, WFT. DC. WFT for life. BLM. Black Lives Matter. This show is brought to you by BLM. You got Jefferson in the end zone. He's like, dude, I'm open. I'm open, bro. Throw me the fucking ball. Like, that's how you... That's when you know you're a bad quarterback. Can you bro, do he gritty? was having a rookie season like Randy Moss. Like, he set records. Dude's a receiving record for a rookie receiver. Can you He's going to be fucking Imagine good. if that motherfucker... Listen, bro. Do the Diggs... The did the right thing. That was the best. He got traded to Buffalo. That was the fair. Most he got fair the fuck out, bro. I've yeah. ever seen. He got the fuck out of there. Can you guys do the gritty? And I won't be surprised in a couple years <laughs> that he's tried. doing the same fucking thing. That's all I gotta say. Well, I mean, he played an AFC Championship this year. I mean, the guy's been a couple of championship games. The Vikings now the Bills. I'd love to see him win a Super Bowl. Not with the Bills though. He's fucked the Bills. But. I love the Bills. Bills ain't getting it done with Josh Allen. I'm telling you right now, it's all smoke and mirrors with that dude. No one's He's got a good arm. <laughs> yeah, but pretty... as far as his decision making, we're talking Mark Sanchez levels of decision making. No one the AFC is gonna do shit with Pat Mahomes there for the next 15 fucking years. Just saying. Never know, man. I, I don't. I don't want to write it off that long. I, I could see him being competitive for a guaranteed like five years. It's written off already. Case closed. Something happens to Mahomes. He goes down with an injury. Deshaun, he might not ever be the same. You if never he stays know. in the AFC, maybe Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Duval. Yeah, Urban Meyer. I don't know, is bro. Is coach in Jacksonville? He's got the number one overall pick. He's gonna take a quarterback. Highest cap. Think he's taking the him? Patriots. You take. No. You take your Ohio State homeboy. Think he's doing it? Fields, oh, no. or do you take <laughs> Trevor Lawrence? Stupid as Everyone shit. thinks Trevor Lawrence, but I couldn't put it past him to to pick his Ohio State guy, bro. Listen, I, I fuck <laughs> Urban Meyer. I don't like Urban Meyer, okay? I don't. Say what you want about him. You want us in Natty. And the first ever. That if goes he picks Trevor Lawrence, playoff, it goes a long way He's me. dead to me. He's done. That's it. It's the Jaguars, man. Why does it matter? Yeah, it's fucking Trevor Lawrence. Pick Trevor Lawrence after that. Over Fields. Trevor Lawrence You're is, out the, of your fucking is the better mind. prospect, hypothetically. Trevor Lawrence is white, okay? <laughs> That's the only reason he'd pick him is because he's white. I don't know, man. He, he does have a lot I mean, of good tools. I mean, we being 
He's got a lot of he's like he's got a lot of good things you look for in a quarterback for he, the prospect. He's got to shave his head and grow a beard. He looks like a girl. I'm not sure you can That's, grow a beard. I really don't, I'm not sure. Well, he should try at least. Sunshine. Speaking, I don't know if Trevor Lawrence is the answer in Jacksonville. Have you guys uh, seen Gardner Minshew's new mullet? He might be the answer. You think? I think. Gardner Minshew's got the look. He just. When he gets on the field, and it could be his team sucks, but he just he don't got it. Based yeah. off of hair, hair he's got it better than Trevor Lawrence. I like to base it off of, you know, straight appearance. Just appearance, hair. Minshew should be the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> he's loved like he's the best quarterback <laughs> yeah. in the league. I'd buy his jersey. No, Minshew no. mania, baby. Fuck that. They're like hundred fifty bucks Minchu for shit. Mania. All right, anyway. Did you guys get in the stocks? Yeah. Did yeah. you get in the GameStop? No, I bought a little bit of AMC, but what I'm what I'm mostly oh, you into. lost money. You I know? made money. You made a little bit. I made it. Yeah, I made. I bought early, sold high, and then I bought a little bit after that I still have, which I'm just gonna. I'll hold on to that. It was like I bought like twenty dollars worth of it right now. You bought on the dips, twenty bucks. Yeah, but listen to this. I bought hundred dollars of Doge. Which I could sell it. I could have sold it yesterday. I thought about it for to make double my profit. I'd have made two hundred something dollars based on Doge. Elon Musk was tweeting about it. But I'm still holding on to it. I think it's gonna go up. I think it's gonna shoot up. You think Doge is going up? Yeah, I've already. It's a sold, meme coin. I sold it once for profit already. Oh my god, boy! Tell so you me. sold off how much? You sold off what half? Of what I, you I bought. I put a hundred dollars into it and I sold it for. I made like thirty bucks. And then I bought back again when it hit low with that same money. So I'm just using the money that even the profit I make to be able to buy more um, of the stock. I didn't get into GameStop. I, you know, I regret it. But I do have three stocks that shoot this year. What you got? Let's hear it. You want to hear it? Yeah, tell me. All right. Sure you're ready for this? I mean... These things are hard to predict, so listen, I'm, I'm, man. You may have some doubt in me, but if you got an in, I'm 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 all yours. All right, here's my three stocks: TPI Composites. They make the blades for windmills. Okay. Okay. I concur with What's, that. What's uh, up? You have reasoning behind these, or is Joe Biden? It's just a little bit of research I've been doing. Okay. Here and there, TPI Composites goes up. Next one is Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings. They're down right now. They're in dips. So, I think they shoot back up. That's just my thought, though. You know, from what I've been seeing. Stocks go that way. They go down, they go up. So, when they're down, you buy them low. I mean, with COVID going on, cruises have all been, like, basically shut down. So, took that into, you know. I've been looking at all these cruise lines. And this is the one that... It's solid. Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings. How much money did you put into it? I'm not going to speak. Eighteen thousand. Well, I mean, not going to put out there how much just, money I put into that. All right. Well, can we get like a ballpark, like five? We're talking five hundred. Not putting out any ballpark. I'm At least five hundred. I'm just giving you guys some ideas. Well, we just want to know your confidence level, bro. Confident. Money is his. I wouldn't be speaking issue. on it right now if I was not it's confident. Money talks. Money talks. All right. Number three. Lithium Americas. Lithium Americas is mining lithium in 
Beijing. Couple different places, but Elon Musk actually is starting to mine lithium in Nevada right now. Mm-hmm. EV electric vehicles are going to be big. Biden already talked about how he's going to fucking do all this thing with the all government vehicles or electric, whatever. They're going to dump money. They're going to dump money heavy. You can buy into Tesla. There's no losing when you go into Tesla. Their stock's only going to go up from here. Unless Elon Musk dies. I got 10 bucks in Tesla, for the record, as of this moment. $10? I put 10 bucks in there. Bro, buy a full share. Like, you ain't going to make any fucking money. What are you doing? I don't know. I was just curious. I'm, you got to understand, I've only been fucking with stocks for the past 10 days or so. <laughs> Listen, this game stock shit's been going on. I wish I would have... Ryan Jones, wherever you are, I'm fucking sorry that I didn't take you up on your offer. And uh, he wanted to give me $500 to just fuck with in the stock market. Because he, he thought he saw something in me that I'd be able to profit. And God bless him. You know, wherever the fuck he is in Alaska or who knows. Because I should have done it. And maybe I would have put 500 bucks in fucking GameStop and... We would be, me and him would be retired. If you rode 500 out through the year, I mean, you would have got absolutely juiced. (sighs) Absolutely juiced. Man, my dick is hard thinking about it, to be honest. But, like you said, things are unpredictable. You really have to be focused up on this stuff and following it day to day to day, hour by hour. Well, there's so many things that influence it. You know, there's, if you saw Elon Musk tweeted yesterday, Elon, uh, What's his fucking last name? Musk? I don't Elon Musk. Why, why did I just have like... I just had a moment. You're anyway. Stupid. He's tweeting about Dogecoin, and Dogecoin goes up like an entire cent. And if you don't know, Dogecoin was at like a fourth of a cent for a long time. So it going up a cent's a big deal. And it was just... It's a very volatile cryptocurrency right now just because of all the hype behind it. People on Twitter are talking about it, talking about juicing it up and dumping it, and there's a whole bunch of shit going on with it. But more people are more people are starting to become aware of it. People are buying it, so it's it's something that I bought at three cents. Right now, it's probably at close to five cents. I bought over four thousand shares of it, four thousand coins, like forty five four, cents, close to forty forty five hundred. Yeah, it's a fraction of a penny right now. Right. Realize that. So what if it goes up to a dollar? You know how much money I'm going to make? of a penny. What if it goes up to a dollar? It's going up. I don't think up. it ever reached over a penny. It's going up. Over a penny? It hasn't reached over a penny. Oh, it's over a penny. It's at, mm-hmm. Right now it's five cents. I don't know about that. I check that. it probably ten times a day at least, minimum. It's really at five cents? It's at five cents. Maybe a little less. What was that, three? I bought it at three cents. On the... On on the uh, We're checking on the money. Doge. All right, yeah. Go ahead. I, I could look it up right now, but if you you go ahead, since you're one that's interested in this, it's peaked. The most it was was eight and a half cents at its Doge highest. Point is at four cents. Four what? Four point six. So closer to five cents, but yes. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. It's spiked, but it's leveled. It'll go back up. I'm holding. Serious? I'm, I promise you it will. See, it peaked at six cents. We, if anything that has happened with this GameStop thing, with the stocks, is that we have a lot more power in the stock market than you think. And there's a lot of people, a lot of people who are united in this Doge thing, in this Doge thing. Like, 
holding holding that stock, making sure that it retains its value and increasing its floor. You guys know what I mean by that, right? At its lowest, it's not I don't see it going below four cents again. You don't think so? I don't think so. Think it's, it levels I don't think it dips at below four cents. What'd you say you bought it at? Three cents. A couple days ago. But it's getting more and more of a backing as we go along. More people. If you go check like Twitter, and this is Twitter's very influential. Like I said, the Elon Musk thing. You can check the latest. You type in do and type in Doge. People are fucking nonstop talking about it. Nonstop. And if you have that many people invested in a in a crypto, and only more people coming along, it's gonna gradually go up. Look at Bitcoin. Think it spikes. I think it goes up. I don't know if it spikes. I think it gradually goes up. That's why I'm holding for long term. You can't here. compare that to Bitcoin. Bitcoin is at like 30, 30, 30 like 30, 30 some thousand? 38,000. Right. But it's it's a cryptocurrency. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's going to be $38,000. But if, if it ever sniffs a dollar, people are going to be making a fucking fortune. Because you can buy so much of it, especially like weeks ago and like even like 10 days ago. You could buy thousands and thousands and thousands of Dogecoin for nothing. For nothing. So you're that saying that is a dollar. Alright, so you're saying low Bro. risk. You're saying a low risk it's a good buy. Extreme low risk. And All it's right, like well. you buy quantity and you get a slight increase. If you have quantity, like I mean I have four thousand, which obviously is not it's not a lot. I put a hundred dollars into this. But a four thousand doge at a dollar, that's four grand. If it ever get, if it sniffs anything close to that, I'm making crazy return on that investment. So you're thinking good, Dogecoin good, Dogecoin good. I think you I could you know. could even get it in it right get in right now. Listen, dude, I, I don't buy into that, any of that fucking Dogecoin bullshit. Social media bullshit either. Right, but I it mean, influences it. It does influence it, right? I don't. Let's stay away from all that. The though. volatility of that shit, it's crazy. I can see you being like low risk getting into it, but. I ain't ever gonna make no money. No. I've I've already made money, and you can. There's a witness right here who can attest to how much I, I check my my Dogecoin on a daily oh, basis. Yeah. Brandon Capelli's girlfriend just walked in. Megan Worth, ladies and gentlemen, let's give her a round Co-host of applause. Co-host Megan Worth. <laughs> but I could have sold for double profit already, but I, I just believe in it. I believe in it. I really do. I'm happy that you're happy. And call uh, me what's crazy. Today? What's today? Saturday. Today's February 3rd. If it's midnight, uh, it's not. Or, <laughs> shit. It's like the 5th. <laughs> Next the weekend, fifth. Dogecoin goes back down to... Two cents? Two point... Six. Dogecoin goes back down to 2.7 to three cents. On, on average. Next weekend. In a day. Next weekend, it rolls down. You want to put money on that? Sir? You want me to bet on on a stock? Yeah, we can You're do an over. We can do. <laughs> oh, what, what is this game? We can you do think an we're a hedge under. fund now? You can do an over under. You think we're a hedge fund? We can so just fucking uh, short stocks now. All right. So which day? Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? What day? I'm do? betting on anything. I'm making a logical guess. Dogecoin goes back down next weekend to three cents. I think at the minimum it stabilizes at four cents. By next weekend. Okay, that's fine. And it's it's gonna only go up from as time goes on. 
There's more people are going to get in with it. Birds. TPI. Like that. Lithium Americas. Why? Norwegian Cruise. And I think those are all logical Nothing choices more. as well. Throw money into them. I, I love the idea of buying low and selling high, which is obviously what you want to do. Throw money but in day them. trading. Listen, I, I, if I had the capital... You know nothing about stocks. I know zero I know the concept of day trading. Do you know what the concept is? Buying and selling the same stock in the same day. So like you said how volatile Doge is, that's perfect for day trading. It's perfect. You buy it low, you sell it when it goes up, and then you buy it again. Bro, I'm telling you, do what you want to do. I'm making a logical guess. That's what's going to happen. Okay. We, we will see. We will see. Ryan Jones had faith in me for a reason. Bro. Ryan Jones disappeared, doesn't speak to anyone. That's fair. But he also, one of the last things he wanted to do before he disappeared was give me $500. One of the last rabbit. things he did to me was smile on me. That's it. That's all he did. I don't think he's real. I, I never met him. He's at this there. point, Ryan Jones doesn't exist. <laughs> Not to me, at least. He's out there. Or you guys. I he guess. could be. A, he could be a listener. He could be listening to this. Probably is on our fucking phones or our cameras. And got shit. us tapped and shit. <laughs> Shit's tapped. But man, it's like that. That thing. That is something. Like think of Bitcoin ten years ago. You were you were on four chan. I was on four chan. People were talking about Bitcoin. If we would have bought one Bitcoin, we'd have had fucking. A lot of money. You should read. This. Let alone like what we could have bought. It's shit like that. You just have to take a chance on. You have to put some faith into Guess it what, and read the signs. Listen, yeah. bro. My waiter gave I'm listening. You know, I used to collect all like the little mini Bibles that they would pass out on the college campuses. Talk to me, Stephen. <laughs> Listen, Brandon. Like I think my record Thing for, like, is, one day was like twelve. Everyone sees what happened That's to Bitcoin. Cool. So everyone's riding on that now. Things change. There's a lot of cryptocurrencies, man, that have a lot of them have value. Who's to say Dogecoin couldn't get to a dollar? Who's to say? It's not that. Uh, it's not that impossible to think about. I just stare at them in silence until they leave me alone. It's really awkward. Cryptocurrency. Could end up being We are something. talking about the Bibles that are handed out on universities on campus. We used to collect them. And at the Canfield Fair? That too. No, it was always too rude at the Canfield Fair. Yeah. You some know, people, there's... Some people just say yes to them all the time, and then some just say fuck off. You guys ever see the booth that you walk by? down? It's farther down in the Canfield Fair, and it's like, what's the biggest question? Or what's the world's hardest question? Or something like that. once. Yeah. You don't want to fucking... Go by there. I say far away from that tent. I've never even heard of it. They they try to bring you in with like a, a very vague question, and then they start preaching you about the the Bible and religion. First of all, it's fucking cringe. Second of all, it's That's very. You can um, just walk away. You can, but not everyone has that ability. You know, a lot of people are nice and kind, and they don't want to disrespect some somebody, especially if you're well, right there talking to I mean, them. You know. Three you feet can't away throw from a religion them. at my face. That's disrespectful. If I don't want it, then don't give it to me. No, because that's what they do. They preach. They preach and they try to spread their religion. You one know? of the cool, not cool, but like one of the most interesting things about that is that's kind of how 
it's not entirely uh, a way of like getting everyone else recruited. It's more of a way of keeping the people that are involved more involved because it creates this almost like trauma bond in a sense. Oh, fuck that. Because you like bond that over. Makes sense. You get you get what I mean? Like all that rejection. They rely on that, yeah. and that's what keeps people. You know, Shane. Shane's a former Jehovah's Witness. That's like. Getting out of that whole thing was ridiculous. I, I have I have friends who are really religious, and you know it does something positive for them, which I, I love. I love that it like brings something good out of them. But you know, for me, I see so many negatives in it. I have it's nothing just, against it. If it helps you, it helps you. But it's not for me. So. So I'm saying, it's not. What is it? Religion. What about it? it all of it. Uh, all of what? Just, I just see a lot more, more negatives in it than religion. positives. I mean, but I'm glad it does positives for some people. Well, like having a like some kind of belief in something. Organized yeah, religion I mean, more yeah, so it's than it, and that, and yeah, and that's more what it is. Like I think the churches are completely, absolutely corrupt. And to think that you have to go, spend time every Sunday, you know, and give money to a church and sit there and listen to a sermon and then say, oh, well, now I'm into heaven. It's like I think that's such. Ass backwards thinking. I'm starting a church. What church is it? Church of Stefan. What's your uh, your morals, your ethics of that church? Oh, well, to get that answer, you gotta give me like 100, 200 bucks, probably. <laughs> yeah. See, this is exactly what I wanted to avoid, but now I'm intrigued. So, you take cash up or Venmo? Do you want to see something Let's Just take uh, yeah. center around the passing plate. But I, I could give you my Dogecoin stock. Does that count? Um, it's worth like 200 bucks. I'd be losing money if I took that. How so? Oh, oh keep going. It's only going up, baby. It's going down. Trust me. I believe in I believe in the power of people and normal people organizing themselves. I mean, if you look at look at Anonymous. Remember when Anonymous came around? Shut the fuck up. Naked do shit. We're talking about uh, religion. We're talking about a lot of shit on this Dude, podcast. Dude, I was... I was I like uh, confirmed I like in the Catholic Church. Like As was I. Yeah, so I, I was. Like that, like I did my CCD classes for like, oh, fucking twenty years and then uh, faithful really, really cool. to that shit. And then got I confirmed. Going, like, oh. Dude, even the last time I've been to church, I didn't even fucking eat the uh, you know, you communion. You Couldn't like, do it. Why you didn't feel like you were Catholic enough? Obviously in Michigan. I felt like I sinned too much. No. Sinning is fun. Yeah, it's fun, but it's not, That's you know, awful. it's not what they say you should do. Sinning? Who gives a fuck what they say? Sinning? That's why you don't eat the fucking communion, because you're just there, you know? I guess. I mean, I like it because it tastes good. The only fun we have when we're together have a little bit is of when we sin. That's okay. true, you know? <laughs> I'm sinning, literally. We're all sinning. If you're wearing mixed cotton, like, any kind of mixed fabric is a sin. Shrimp, this is a bunch shrimp. of bullshit, man. It's like also mixed relationships, like white and black. It's also a sin. Is or it white like according Hispanic, to the Bible? First of all, the Bible is written by people. In case I mean, anyone, what are you talking about? Doesn't know. The Bible was written by people. Was that opinion? Like a, I mean, obviously it has to be because I can't. I wasn't there when the original copy, whatever that was, or how do we even know? Just think about it. Exactly. Because it's a written how do you, profits. How do you how do you control a large amount of people, a large group of people? Um, like billion people, for example. I don't 
don't know, superior firepower, basically. You know? Give them something to fear Walls. and respect, like religion. It's perfect. It's behavior control. That's all religion ever was. Right. You you make you control a large group of people's behavior by making them worry about something that's doesn't even exist. You keep them where they are, essentially. Okay. That's all religion is. And then you had other people who either A, introduced their own religion to try to control people, or B, just thought independently. And that's how we have all these world religions people have just been fighting over over centuries and centuries. And it's just, it's a source of conflict. It's a source of stress, worrying about your daily decisions, how it's going to affect your afterlife. Land. For, God, for all we know, is there's, there might not be shit, and this is what we got. You know, we got people who are living there every day, worrying about the afterlife when it potentially doesn't exist. What if it does exist? It could. We don't know. What but if it I, does? But you know that you exist now, and you know this right. exists. I care more about this than I do whatever happens after I die. Because I know this is here. This is real. I'm here right now. I'm talking to you guys. It's, it's but you're dead longer than you're alive. Boom. How do you know reincarnation? Essentially. I mean, that's... Could be. You don't know that. Yeah, you, you could be re... There's so many possibilities. No it's like, what is death, you know? No is death permanent shit. stasis? Or is there reincarnation? Or do you become different animal you become something else it's fucking living you go you could be a fucking alien like Gino says I don't know what do you think happened to Trayvon Martin when he was shot I think he died what do you um, think happened afterwards to his to his spirit to his soul I don't think anything happened I think he died and that was it just black yeah um if you ever watched Game of Thrones Jon Snow dies and he's brought back to life. The priestess who brings him back to life asks him, "It's like, what was there? What did you see?" It's a TV show. It says nothing. Know. I'm just saying. This was on Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, this is Game of Thrones. I mean, not that it means anything because that's fictitious, but what else was on Game of Thrones? Dragons. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. And they were playing RuneScape. Uh, Zezima. I mean, seriously, what what do you think happens when you die? Nothing. I don't think anything happens. You think, you're I think just, your soul gets you're done. You you're done. You forget everything, but if, maybe your it, soul takes. In the words of Michael Sheridan, you're done. Dishes are dishes are done. You think you're just done. You're done. That's crazy. You know, there's a whole Netflix series on the afterlife now. I don't think anybody knows shit about the afterlife because you have to be dead to know. <laughs> so whatever anyone says a is bullshit. A lot of people on there have died. That's what. <laughs> that's what they want you to think. Clinical death, like the people that like. You have to be came, like like brain dead, back. like dead dead, like heart stop, brain dead. Like don't. Yeah. Those people don't come back. Well, no, there's people that like possible. they've been like clinically dead for you know. Well, clinically dead is different than dead dead. No. What are you talking about? I'm talking brain dead and heart are is you, done. Are you creating like different stages of death? Clinical death is different than yeah. like death. Okay. Yes. To be declared dead. Yeah. Versus to be like dead, dead. Yes. It's different. And how long did they die for? Yeah, how long were you dead? Because Next. technically speaking, like, yeah, but like your brain deteriorates after a certain point without having like oxygen. So even if you're coming back, you don't always know like 
how much is still like there. So Brandon, you believe that if you die, you're done. That's exactly what I believe. But if you revived, you're back. And if you're not clinically dead, then you're well, if alive. you're not re- if you're revived, then you're obviously not done. If you're able to be revived, I'm talking like you're past gone. If you're dead. So you're not dead. Like you could be streamlined. You could be streamlined. Like have a heart attack and then they shock you back. You know, I don't. I don't consider that death. You don't consider that death when someone's heart stops. Temporarily, no. You don't think it's death there's when time periods heart stops. here. No, I don't. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck. Are you still recording? That was that was enough. <laughs> For me, but hey, man, we're all entitled to our own opinion. I'm not gonna judge you for yours. Nah, I've always enjoyed discourse about this kind of stuff. That's why we have a podcast, Megan. Yeah, but just because you talk about it doesn't mean that like the people you talk about it with are gonna be like open and accepting. Well, I, I, I tell you one thing. We're starting a religion. Between me and Stefan, I know for sure. I'm sure the same applies for Mitch. Probably not. We're not afraid to disagree with each other. I could give a shit. Yeah, but that's one of those big things. Like, religion is a very touchy thing. You Dude, I was in a... Uh, <laughs> I was at work. You know, I go into work... And this fucking dude comes into work like an hour late every day. You know... This, that, the other. Isn't that fucking annoying? Fuck you. I was 30 minutes late today. Well, Isn't that annoying when someone comes in like a fucking hour late and you're, you're not, just there? You know, you're you're not not sound, you sound like Taylor. Early, you're late. Dalton Taylor is... I, I I guess you could say I was fortunate enough to work with Dalton. I got him a job with me. Homeboy, over the year and, and change that he worked there, I can remember five or six times he was on time compared to the rest of the time. I'm just saying, like, I, I literally work... In you know, I'm not gonna say any names, but I work for a company, <laughs> and I work in a division of the company. <clears throat> and the guy that I answer to comes in late, almost every single day. How does that make you feel before you continue? It's like, whoa, what am I doing here? You know, why am I here? Because I just come in and I'm sitting there. It's like, what am I doing? You know? It's just a st- like every day a st- it feels like a struggle. You know? Mm. Like, what, what are you doing for work? Boardwalk Park still? Yeah. Um, I'm in like a... The way I described it to Megan earlier was a, a job purgatory. Where I've technically not been hired, but verbally been hired. But there's also someone going through the position that I'm that I applied for, they're going through an appeal process. The person who was terminated before me. So that's not done with. So I can't be officially brought on until that's all sorted out. So as of right now I'm still at the park. Luckily for me, my supervisor, he's someone who's up early every day, always on time, always working with us. You know, and kind of inspires you to, to be better in a way. Let you there's a lot of freedom in our job. But um there's something to be said about being first of all on time and then second of all in the trenches with your employees, I think it's great. I mean, dude. Life's all about timing, you know? 
When I say that, it means life's about time. If you're, you have a certain amount of time to do certain shit. Okay. Spend a third. Everything of your life has a cutoff. Sleeping and working. So that's two thirds. Sleeping and working. You know, considering that I am the first person to pick up shifts when they need it, the first person to like jump in and tackle all of the most like difficult like jobs there. Basically, fucking run the store when I am not even you know title or like pay. I do, and I work like every fucking weekend. Like oh, I, I know sorry, you... before like seeing you, I've worked like every weekend for like a year. Straight. I know you do more than uh-huh. what's expected of you. Uh huh. So if Which... I am sleeping in a little bit, Donald Trump. At a job where I don't make a lot of money and it's Donald a local Trump. like place Speaking and making money uh, at the end of the day. Yeah. Pipeline. I'm not the only person that's late, and because of that, I don't fault other people. Did they shut down Keystone Beers? They are struggling in the same way. Why city struggles? Talk about like shut down the pipeline. They're gonna shut down the beer ever. City is like maybe I've seen her earlier on time. Coors makes Keystone five times in the past like six months. If you drink beer, you're racist. Yeah. I know. I, I, and I get it. I get the logical part of that, but I also just think this podcast it is brought to you by like a bad precedent. Keystone, Keystone you know, Pipeline. person who's above you is also being late, it's like, all right, well, I can be late now. No, and I get that there's extreme But my person above me is late, late all the time. I, and and that's, that's like what that. I'm saying. That's the problem, <laughs> though. It just, it's just a trickle-down effect. Like, the person above you is late. You're late, and now you have people who are below you being late. Everyone's late. No one's Listen, on time. Bro, if you're ever yeah, late, if you're if you're late to work, you're you're not a good employee. If you're on time, doesn't you're matter late. what's going on. If you're, if you're on time, you're late. If you're late to work, you're a bad employee. There's I certain- can understand if this was a job where like it was an important fucking job. I have opened our store late maybe twice. Are you guys still on podcasts? Yes. For the record, she works at the. It's a place that it's a retail business. They sell stuff. It's a locally owned oh, place. Yeah, I didn't know you were trying and to And the two times where we were a little late shop. opening the store, no the customers out. no, not the customers that were there were completely understanding. I went out of my way to make it up to them. There's the more regulars. It's not the end of the world. So what if you're five minutes late to work? To work. You're five minutes early? I'm always 10, 15 minutes early for work. Always. I used to be able to handle that, but when I was started having more like issues, like taking care of myself and my mental health, like it was, it was a really, really rough like past year. And I feel like if you're 10 minutes early, you're on time. That's how I used to be. After that, you're late. That's a band thing. Right. Always like that. Always used that's to be like that. I used to be 30 right minutes there. like early to work every every day. But you know when you struggle. But now, actually, like, he was the one that would get me up every morning. He worked midnights, and before he, like, you know, went to bed, he would wake me up for work. And I always had somebody else, like, making sure that I was awake. And when you don't have that, and when you don't have any sense of normalcy, going through stuff with COVID, dealing with, like, your own, like, mental health and really struggling with that and struggling with going to bed at night, and then because of that, you struggle, like, with waking up and not having, like... I used to pull more all-nighters than I would actually get, like, sleep. Just to, like, make sure that I was, like, getting myself up and then I was okay. And where I work, you know, our 
our owner is very understanding, our boss is very understanding, and because of like that, you know, when you're given the grace to kind of mess up a little bit in that regard, like, that's why... You take advantage they, of it. I mean, it's the same thing with us. not taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I don't take advantage of it. Did My boss doesn't care if we call off or if we come in late as long as he has notice. Mm-hmm. So today, like, I came in late. I texted him before my shift started. You know, I'm going to be there at 10 instead of 7. It's fine. You know, but also you have people who are calling off all the time or not coming in, like for their shifts, like what do you think at least once or time? twice a week. What do you think a reasonable time of? Well, it's just is? you give. I just think you give people an inch, they take a mile. It's like almost human nature. You know yeah. what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah. But like, if you know that you're not going to go to work, or if you know you're going to be late, what do you think? Like, I think like you should let them know like two and two hours ahead before your shift. I feel like after it that... It depends on when you start, because I start, like, work at 7, so I don't wake up till 6.20. So if I wake up at 6.20, I'm like, I'm, there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to go to work today. I, you tell them right then and there. You know, as long as you're giving them notice before your shift starts. Off. I don't... I never called off, so... <laughs> I have called off for, like, the funeral. And a lot of people don't, yeah. and like that's, that's why... Shit. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if you're the boss, you're setting the precedent for everything. The boss, boss. I guess you obviously UPS you know, is so a lot you have like than Portland Park. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. It's so, we're, we're so lax. We're so lax, which is I'll nice. I my job if I don't show. You know, and I do. I do a good <laughs> job. Once a week. <laughs> I do. I do a good job at my it. job. And like, I take pride in that. But at the same time, it's like I know whenever I need to, I don't have to go in. Like show I can call off. All right. Well, listen. That's a bad lesson and responsibility. Yeah, you shouldn't want to think like that. You should. I'm not that. trying to, but no, that's, that's just horrible. the way it is. I'm gonna say out of everyone that works there, he is not like that. He he never, he does not. No, take it. everyone not, else takes advantage of it much more than I do. Okay, well, that's good. You're not taking after that. It's a bad concept. I'm not trying to. No matter what's going on or what other people are doing, Jobs you should <laughs> always strive in what you do. It doesn't Jobs matter what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Whether that's you're right. working at a minimum wage job. Or a $50 an hour job, you should always be early. There's no excuse. That shows your responsibility. You should always be early. There's no, there, there's, you know, there's no leeway in that. You should always be early for any job you're doing. Okay? It sets you up. Someone is trusting you with doing something for yeah. them. Yeah. Someone is trusting you with their, you, you know, work. even if, if you're running your own business... Oh yes. Yeah, if you're running especially. your own business and your your business opens at seven, you're there at five o'clock because you can't fucking sleep because you're worried about what's going on, mm-hmm. no matter what. So being early is just step one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Even for shit jobs, it sets you up because it'll teach you how to work for when you get the fifty dollar an hour job. Well, let's put it this way for where at least and this is not like always the case because like I used to have a shit work ethic when I was younger like when I was like 16 and all that like I was horrible and it wasn't until I came back from like Columbus and actually like started working with like you know Hawkins at Huddits that I like actually developed that like no I want to like get the most out of my day I want to like, it doesn't matter if this job is stupid. I want to put forth my best. I want to be productive. 
And I've always can, had that, but you, you know call when you're... any one of them, and I guarantee you, they'll tell you that I'm the, I have the best work ethic among all my coworkers. I guarantee you, they'd say you can call any one of my in my uh, Rangers phone book. I'll do it right now if you want. Work ethic. It's, it's a learned thing when you you're growing up, like she said. If you, when you're growing up, getting into jobs at first, you're not really worried about it, but it's a big thing. And if you don't have the ethic to go into work at the right time to perform at your very peak, like you know, yeah. you're just setting yourself up for failure. There's you're not going to be able to do anything with your life unless you have the right work ethic. That's something I learned from my very first job. If you're not going to make it to work on time, people aren't going to respect okay, you. And if you get into the habit of it, you're useless. No one's ever going to fucking respect that. I mean, I didn't have a real job, like, officially until I was, like, 18. But before that, I would do, like, landscaping around the neighborhood, cut grass. And I knew if I didn't wake up and get out of bed and start doing it, I wasn't going to make money. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, so obvious. So what was everybody's first job? I know yours was Arby's. Yes. What was your first, first job? Like official job? Like, like real job? No, like your first job. First job where you somebody was paying you. Arby's sounds like really fucking good. Like taxes taken out? I made some crazy sandwiches. Oh. <laughs> See, I just like what was your fucking fries. Besides like cutting grass when I was a kid, like hotheads was my first real job. Huh. Nice. Which one? What was awesome your? Town. Sure. I worked at the Y. I was a lifeguard. What was uh, under the table, me and Stefan worked in a machine shop together oh, yeah. and we cleaned it, which was fun. Well, that was fun. pretty. Like, we. So, my first job was. Yeah, what job did your so- they have your I worked for my uncle yeah. park, off park. and on. And then we worked at the machine shop. I did side stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, cut grass and stuff. But my first official job where I got a fucking, like, W 2 was yeah. Arby's. <laughs> I was the park. Which I got fired Mine from. Mine was a hair salon. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Panache, on this Boulevard. That's Alexis Perez, by the way. She's joined us here at the table after about an hour of scolding us for having a long podcast. Where are we at right now? You see? Yeah, we're at an hour and 21 minutes. Um, if anyone listens this long to this podcast, I would have concerns about their mental health. I listen to That'll state. I think it's great. I would listen to this podcast all day. <laughs> a lot of dumb shit. A lot of sports. Um, I think we've covered most of the sports topics that we wanted we to cover. Around Did we, talk about- we slammed the sports podcast for like fucking 40, 45 minutes. Did you talk about King Rat? No, we didn't talk about oh, King Rat. I brought it up. No. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, shit. No. All right. You know Josh Moyer, right, Mitch? Never heard of it. Brandon, you heard of Josh Moyer, right? Yeah, uh, since taking into the fact that we were all... Uh, it's our one buddy, Groomsmen at his wedding, yes, oh, I think I we know him well. Now, Josh <laughs> came over here with Chloe the one day, which was great. We got to see Chloe, Yeah. hung out with Chloe. Uh-huh. But during that time, I was showing him the, you know, we got the microphone set up. You can probably hear the sound difference from, you know, the last couple podcasts. But we got the microphone set up. We were sitting around testing them. And Josh tells me he doesn't want Jeff on the podcast anymore. I said, what do you mean? He's like, we can't do Jeff. Jeff cannot host podcasts for us. It's just not going to be good. 
I said, well, I like Jeff on the podcast. What's wrong with that? And that was pretty much what it was. Today, get a call from Jeff. And Jeff says, oh, Josh told Brian that you don't want me on the podcast anymore. So what are you talking about? I said, I said the complete opposite to him. He said, well, Jeff told Brian that you don't want me to be on the podcast. Josh told Brian. You know? Or, yeah, Josh told Brian that you don't want me on the podcast anymore. I said, okay. Oh, damn. I said, well, that was a lie. (laughs) You know? I said, Jeff, you can be on the podcast anytime you want. I literally told him tonight we were podcasting, and he said he was busy doing other shit. So I was like, okay. (laughs) But he's not coming on the podcast tonight. I don't think he was mad, though. I think he legit had plans. He sounded like it. Oh, yeah. But Josh fucking told Brian that I said, that I said, Stefan Russell said that I don't want fucking Josh on the po- or Jeff on the podcast. Well, I mean, we we all know here who has the track record for lying and being almost like not even knowing if he's telling the truth when he lies a lot of it's the crazy. time. It's crazy. Isn't he I thought he's in San Antonio right now. Jeff's the reason this Listen, Jeff is the fucking reason this podcast exists. Jeff's the only reason I wanted to be on this podcast. Exactly. Literally. We love Jeff. Even when he's fucking berating me, for whatever fucking reason, I want it. I want it, and I enjoy it. It's part of who he is. God, I love it. No, I love it. I don't understand why he would say that. Jeff is a person that you have to accept the way he is, and if you don't, fuck off. So we pin Josh as with the title of King Rat. Josh, King Rat, is King Rat. I mean, we 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 all we already know. And if he wants to dispute this, he can come on the podcast and we'll talk about it together. As a as a family. Yeah, as Josh, a family. And it's not like Josh isn't a friend. Josh is a friend, but he's also someone who's almost completely corrupted by his own fucking brain. <laughs> you know. But don't, don't ever twist my words and spit something out there that's not what I said, okay? She fucking died her dead pink. Don't ever twist my words and lie to get your point across. Terrible. We want Jeff on the podcast. We also want Josh on the podcast. We want a little bit of, you know, diversity in the podcast, Okay. So we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk to you, Josh. Looking forward to cringing. Okay. This is long. I would definitely exit out of this podcast. This is long dick style. This is the long dick podcast. The long and girth, sizable girth podcast. Mm-hmm. Respectable girth amount. The Kibosh podcast. What did I tell you the other day? Go Jets. No. Go Jets. No. I'm fucking out of here. Podcast till next time. This is Brandon Capelli, uh, co-host, according to Stefan, which I didn't even know, but I'm I'm about it. I'm going to take a piss, and uh, I'll talk to you guys next time.
I've been to Pride Festivals that were, like, straight right. you guys. <laughs> now that Brandon's gone, we can talk about his sense of style. Alright. And the stuff he wears. <laughs> I would go in those, the exact same thing. Stay tuned for the next three hours oh, the of this podcast for you. talk about Capelli's wardrobe. <laughs> Alright, this has been the Boys Podcast, the official number one podcast. There's been a few out, but this is the number one with the new hardware. We look forward to talking to you guys again, maybe after the Super Bowl. Everyone, just make sure you buy some Dogecoin. Yeah, after the Buccaneers win. Alright. Peace. It's fucking cringe. Uh.